0: These other ones are a little bit more fun and like fun and flirty for like a little day at the beach or whatever. But did you get a tattoo?
1: Did I not show you this yet? Oh, I got a tattoo. (laughs) I thought I told you. When? When I was down in San Diego for the concert.
0: Wow, this is news to me.
1: Finish your thought and I can talk about it briefly after.
0: (laughs) I think I know we found our opener.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Pocket, but a podcast by Jake and Dylan. Um, <laughs> Another episode. I wanna, I, I, sorry to interrupt. I want to start this off with a quote just based on what we were talking about before because I think yeah. it's pretty inspirational. Some things are meant to be. So give me your best and leave the rest to me. Hell yeah. Leave it all to me. Just for you, Carly. Just for you, Miranda. Marina Cosgrove, and Gibby, and Gibby. Action,
0: and the Gibby. crossover with fucking Fred. If you remember Fred the YouTuber,
1: uh, Fred. Oh yeah, the heaven. Yeah, that guy's me, Fred. Hey.
0: All right. Well, so we have yet another episode, number twenty-one. Oh Hell yeah. So let's start things off. I'm thinking we'll start things off with a little weekly gripe slash hype, okay. because. Jake and I, if you guys have listened to this long enough, you'll know that this podcast is also just a really good excuse for us to talk more often. And usually, we have a really lengthy pre-show chat, but I feel like the weekly gripe/slash hype will almost suffice for the lack of pre-show chat that we had. If that makes sense, (laughs) I feel like this is like just the best way to like to to touch in on like touch on touch in on each other.
1: Okay. And oh, we can touch each—that's probably the best way to touch each other. Touch, <laughs>
0: touch in with one another. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Then we'll talk a little bit of the Kendrick new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppas. <gasps> we have some profound takes on that, and then <gasps> Cosas New Wave, Us, the Pure. other segments that we do. Huh? Bonging. Boing. Bonging. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: right.
0: uh, he's an actor, everybody.
1: And that's probably where we'll put the intro music.
0: <laughs> well, I, oh, I was thinking, I was thinking that we'd still start with like a funny clip, but then have this.
1: Oh. Yeah. Changing the formula. This is a work in progress. This is. Cause we this, used to, we used you guys to are, do You the, guys get to listen to how the sausage is made. If we keep this in. We
0: used to, we used to do the opening where it was like, on oh, today's episode. Cause we'd do that like after, yeah. after listening to it and editing it. But I don't know. But then that got dumb and stale. Well, yeah. Then we were like, "Ugh, why are we taking ourselves so seriously?" Come
1: on, let's make more sound
0: effects. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I just recycle the two that you just did. It's okay. There is no other sound effects. Whoosh. That's a good one. All right, weekly gripe. (laughs) Top five sound effects. (laughs) Weekly gripe or hype. Let's. I see. I see your two notes: gains slash acting.
1: Mm hmm. I guess I am making gains not only in the gym but also on the stage as well. You could say, yeah. I just have some quick ones that I just wanna. I'm feeling really stoked about fitness. Are they both they're both hypes or both gripes or they're both hypes. I don't have anything that I'm not stoked about. Okay. Yeah, the fitness grind. It's grinding. My grind set is real, and it's it's an unstoppable force. I just yeah I've been I've like kicked in to a new gear of just like personal fitness and stuff like that and just trying to take the gym more seriously and I feel like it's paying off. Haven't done it yet, but this week uh, we're gonna try 185 on the bench and Whoa. it's been a goal of mine for since I started working out. You know, I'm finally That's gonna be a I'm finally gonna be a big boy. Linear progressions, oh boy, yeah. oh yeah.
0: That's um, there's nothing better than like the. Like not newbie gains, but just like making gains consistently and Mm -hmm. not plateauing. It's like the most addicting feeling. Eventually,
1: eventually you will plateau, but hopefully that I've been, I've been doing like self-induced plateaus actually just in the sense of like, Mm -hmm. I am not going fast at all because my new mindset is that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I, before I was just like, okay, I'm going to add on this amount of weight for my new training volume and set. But uh, other buzzwords, yeah. but now it's just I'm taking it super slow. So it's been a long slow time cooker. coming to get here. Yeah, I've been pressured. It's Tim cooking. Heffernan's listening. Low and slow barbecue. Low and slow. Couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, acting, it's just good, dude. Did my did uh, the, did the scene with Brad, everyone's favorite piece of shit. You did it. I did it. Uh, I was curious when like last when the, night. the due date was for that. Last night I did it, the baby, and it went it went really well. And standing O. Everyone shot off a standing O. Fuck you. (laughs) Your character fucking (laughs) sucks. You fucking asshole. And yeah, so I just wanna, you know, not to not to keep beating myself off too much, but it went super well and I talked to I talked to my teacher afterwards and he thought it's the best stuff I've done so far. So and I honestly I think I agreed with him because He said, Yeah, it's like the further and further you get in this
0: class the better you're getting, and I'm just seeing some major growth. And uh, stick
1: with it for a few more sessions, and you'll get exponentially better. And uh, if you keep if you keep paying me more money, I'm sure you'll get even better. No, I have a class after the class that I think that you would really enjoy and benefit <laughs> from. I can lock you in at a fixed a fixed rate, and you're guaranteed two more years of training. That's no, but he's actually very in the mindset of get you out the door but i love you i, lo- I love you jim and thank you yeah, for the help.
0: the thing it's funny because we're joking about that and i think the character in barry the guy who runs this acting you know school right he's very like money hungry and like slimy like that mm-hmm. but it doesn't do him any good just to like put his neck on the line for you just because you took his class like he has to actually feel that way for him to yeah you know
1: go out <clears throat> later on that's how the, I mean that's how the whole he's thing not is structured. He's just going to tell you what he wants. What like, you I, want don't, I don't know how much about like the structure of the class I've talked about. I know I probably have, but it's 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 6 3 month chunks sessions. And you ha- he has to let you back in after every session. So it's very much like a uh, he's not going to waste anyone's time, your time or his and just like blow smoke up your ass. How many people have gotten like weeded out by him? Um honestly, really only like two. Was it that obvious? Like they're just bad, bad. Um, one, Or he saw
0: their bank account and was like, yeah, you're not going to be able to pay <laughs> for the next session. Not have, you do
1: not have the credit <laughs> to make it in this class. Um, most of the people, were, we started with 20. And the, the first like four or five people we lost was just like everyone leaving at, on their own accord. But one dude who like would have been kicked out, but he decided like, I'm just going to go. And then the most recent person that left was just... A lack of effort and just got told like gotta don't step it up that. or yeah. you're gonna be asked to leave and the latter happened so <laughs> you gotta step it up or, you, or you're gonna be asked
0: to leave yeah he was like really mean to me so i just fucking laughed <Yeah>. the,
1: <laughs> the dude the dude i mentioned before like i don't know i don't want to you know just talk talk shit about people but he kind of had a moment of like he was really mean to me so I'm yeah leave. that's and so it's just like yeah you know uh, some people I'll, just respond really really Poorly to criticism. Yeah. It's it's even if it's he has, he has a very he has a very blunt way of just being like, uh, this is what you did well, uh, this is what you should work on. Come back next time having worked on it. And that's the whole like mindset that we yeah. all have, which has been really cool. And I'd imagine like that's that's showbiz, baby. I feel like they're mm. pretty blunt in general. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby.
0: Alright, I'll go my my little weekly we'll start it's it's a gripe and a hype blended into like Whoa. multiple so i jotted a down tumble. ice cream okay ice cream ice cream ice cream uh so my my hype is that ice cream is so fucking good holy fucking shit love ice cream talenti uh, talenti huh i've never had the talenti but oh, um Everything alex I mean. and i have been frequenters at stella jeans a place right by us we go like maybe on a friday night Mm-hmm. um this past week we went to handles handles is really fucking handles good is dank. and so <coughs> my my hype is that ice cream is so damn good <laughs> my gripe is that ice, ice cream is, cream so is damn damn too good. good ice cream is too good but but it's that at handles right if you get a single scoop you can't do any like split you know split scoop action and, and they're not doing samples either thanks colby but
1: I went to an ice cream place this past weekend because I was down in Slow, McConnell's, and they were doing sick. Samples. And they were doing samples.
0: But handles, handles for whatever reason, is not. They, uh, they don't trust their own handling. Are you telling
1: me they need to get a handle on their shit? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm.
0: They, uh, yeah, so... <sighs> buyer's remorse with ice cream because, this is, say, Saturday. Saturday went to the beach Saturday. and then Alex and I decided to get ice cream afterwards. Nice hot day. And then, <laughs> sure enough... I didn't even hear what you say. What did you, you say?
1: i was just laughing at myself. It's okay. You said you say, say? Sa- you said say Saturday, so it's not Saturday.
0: Oh, <laughs> let's just say Saturday, for example. So we go to the Saturday, we go to handles Saturday. after after having all or go to handles after going to the beach. and It was a nice hot day, and <clears throat> handles like, is one of those places. I like where this is going. Handles is one of those places that has. Uh, you know your standard flavors but then every now and then they have something like monkey business or something where you're gonna have to see the ingredients to actually know like what it
1: consists of do they have the orange creamsicle still
0: no well that's just not even on my radar
1: radar. fair enough
0: but stuff like uh midnight madness um well i ended up going mint with oreo which is exactly what it sounds like but I was having buyer's remorse. Like it was good. The mint was good. The Oreo was good, but it's like fuck. I just like wish there's so many other flavors that sound, sound so damn good. Twix. I or... wish
1: I wish that I was man enough to go for these <laughs> for midnight madness and
0: I wish I was man enough to get fucking double scoops. Well, so it turns out turns out uh, I've decided and this shows you I've have, I have way too much time in my hand and I fantasize about ice cream way too much, right? Unhealthy amount. But looking back at the menu, they do have a little like four scoop sampler. And it's only like six seventy five, as opposed to like five bucks for the single scoop, because uh-huh. their single scoop is like three scoops. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can actually use you can actually get multiple flavors, so that's that's for sure the move. That's the play. Go to go to handles weekly hype. Go to handles. And I want to. do want to say I do sampling. have a
1: I do have a grape. Ice cream places where when you when you get a single scoop, it's actually like two scoops. Have you seen this? When it's like a single, and they yeah, just, just like it up. Is anything
0: sacred anymore?
1: Well, is it not to like bitch about it because it's like oh, boo boohoo. You're getting more ice cream, but it's like I just, I, I just want one scoop. And then when I tell them it's okay, I'll just take one. They're like, "What? Are you sure?" I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Dairy, dairy, just fucks me up. and I'm just like, I can't. I can only roll the dice so much with this. Ice I cream. thought you were gonna say because it
0: devalues like getting two scoops because I'm like, what's two scoops? How much is?
1: Well, if we're, I would, I, I would, I would have to agree even. with that too. But when he, when he, when you the place where it's a single scoop is now like two big honkers. No, yeah. thank you. How about some modesty, huh? I this is say- why. This is why I miss being in Europe when I was so in Europe you- and getting gelato in Europe. Ugh. You would love
0: uh, salt and straw. Salt and straw. They're pretty. I like salt and straw. I mean, it's tasty. It's good as fuck. It's just the salt issue and is straws, the f-
1: uh honey lavender. Mwah.
0: The only issue is their serving sizes, serving size. They're, they're like one scoop is a very minimal scoop.
1: I don't mind that though. CPD, CPD, no.
0: (laughs) But yeah, pretty much I, I jotted down ice cream and like buyer's remorse. Oh, I guess my other, my other gripe real quick while we're in the, this is, I mean, this is something that we usually talk about in like the pre-show chat, but just like, you know, life, man, Alex and I have our, our, lease coming up and so it just puts you in this weird like i i hate this like futuristic yeah Yeah, like like i guess i guess i want to renew our lease like i I love living with alex but (laughs) it's just one of those where (laughs) where our lease isn't up until three or four more months Mm -hmm. but then we have to make a decision you know start thinking yeah and so then like just just this whole like just realizing i don't really know what exactly i'm going to be doing three or four months from now when it comes to like coaching, different coaching opportunities and you know, what's truly gonna be paying the bills, what my best options are, all this only, type of stuff. Only
1: fans probably
0: yeah. Escorting myself, but I mean But those calves use, Might as well. You've been you've been blessed. <sighs> I mean I don't know. It really doesn't sound like that bad of a gig. The more and more I look into it. But I will say just all that all that like futuristic thought and whatever else I, I would love to just be here be here now but then instead Future. just lately <laughs> yeah instead i'm just having to sit here like all right three months from now realistically but i think we're i think we're hey end of story we're gonna more than likely renew our lease and but yeah and then rent weekly grape rent oh don't even get me started rant mm. rant stop rent stop rent, stop <laughs> rent but uh, I mean, we're just, I guess, I guess to sum it all up, we're at that age where we are 25 now Ugh. and before you know it, Alex and I won't be living together or I won't be living with any friends because hey, don't ever everyone's going to be, well, everyone's going to be engaged or something, you know,
1: it's just um, bound to happen. I'm just here to fucking party always. So I'm trying to live with, I'm trying to get like six dudes together to really just get a trap house started. So
0: it's, it's like, uh, and I love you, man. Sydney Fife. And then turns out he just like loves this. The reason why he equally wants a new friend is because all of his friends have like moved on and like have kids and shit. Fuck. And he's just like the lone wolf. Duh. All right. Enough about us. Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. Kenny boy. Kenny baby. So, Jake,
1: you just listened to the album for the first time? I just listened to it. I finished it up at the gym. It's been a minute. Kendrick. it has. I missed you. Um, Same. So my overall, before we get into the into the weeds with this, my overall take on it, at first, I I wasn't super crazy about it, um, yeah. like the beginning. I don't know. It, I personally wasn't the biggest fan of Damn, not in the sense that I thought it was a bad album at all. I thought it was a great album,
0: mm-hmm. but...
1: I thought it was a little bit of a departure from his older stuff, Um yeah. which, you know, I'd been a fan of his really starting with uh good kid, mad city, which is uh, kind of coming late to the party anyways. But then I got yeah. super into overly dedicated and section 80 and I yeah. love both those albums and to pimp a butterfly, obviously. And then damn, I feel like changed a little bit. I mean, pimp Butterf- to pimp a butterfly also changed a lot from good kid, mad city, but this one at first sounded a lot similar to Damn to me. Um, Same. Yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. more it's... like mainstream ish. And I, I, I sound like a bit of a douche saying that, but like mainstream and poppy. But I, I'm not oh, saying I he's would... making like pop. I, I think it's not the best way to describe it, but it's just like that more easily digestible to a lot of other people. And like, you know, the, the people who. And not, not to knock on anyone, but the people who probably started listening to Kendrick more on Damn when he, he put out a lot of like really hype music, you know, that like got played a lot at like fucking like frat parties and shit. Some of the like, you know, him like doing his like kind of singing style reminded me a lot of Damn. Um, but that being said, I really liked what he was talking about and all the songs like the messages were delivered super well. Very well expressed, and, like, of course, the production was just out of this world. So it's not my favorite of his, but I do really like it. And yeah. I, I think that the second half, actually, for me, was was what I actually enjoyed, I think, a bit demo. more than the first. Because he wrapped it up very, like, succinctly. And mm. I just really enjoyed the ending with Mother Eyes Sober. Is it Mother Eyes Sober? Did I write that down? Yeah, Mother Eyes Sober and Mirror. I really enjoyed the ending. So, yeah, overall, solid. I mean, I, I knew it wasn't going to be bad. And even at first, I didn't think it was bad. Um, but, yeah, now having gone through the whole thing, like, good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that it reminded you a lot of Damn. But you were saying that you thought it was, like, more watered down and, like, digestible for – that's kind of what you were hinting at. In some My, sense, yeah. What I What I would say made it seem kind of – Damish is just like the overall tone and just a lot of a lot of just kind of like the like flat kendrick if that makes sense because i i mean he's he's been known for changing up voices tempo whatever whatever and he definitely does that to some degree but i feel like for the most part the overarching you know like kind of flatness like I chose me, you know, uh, I think that's, I, that's a you better way that, that I put it.
1: Yeah. Like the tone and the sound of his voice is yeah. very reminiscent.
0: I know one of the big things with this album is like this idea that he is at, you know, God's status. Mm-hmm. If you just look at the cover and then he's like kind of talking about himself, like, I mean, the, one of the last songs, I'm not sure, I'm not sure which one in which he's the, the, Chorus is basically just him saying, like, I chose me. Sorry. Like
1: That is but, on Crown, yeah, I believe. Because, yeah, he talked a lot about um, – I really liked the message that he put in it. And it was, it was what you're saying. Like, he's dealing with this insane level of fame he has. And, like, he's at this point in his career already, you know, widely considered one of the best like, of good. all time, if not the best in a lot of yeah. people's eyes. Um, and I think rightfully so. And he's just talking about how things aren't permanent in your life. And he talks about like how I feel like it was like things that he dealt with, with like people in his life, maybe family members or friends coming to him and like expecting stuff from him because he's so big and also him trying to like help him like self feel better by like buying cars and houses and jewelry. But like none of that is permanent. None of that shit matters. And the most important thing is to just, like you said, like the course, like he chooses, he chooses himself. He's got to take care of himself more than anything else. Versus, versus like appeasing the fans. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, all in
0: all, all in all, I thought it was good. It was just, I, I actually thought back to what Harry said on, the episode that he was on in which he brought up Jean-Paul Baptiste, right? That's who it was. Mm-hmm. And that quote of like every album, every song, whatever, has some sort of radar and it's going to like find whoever it's meant for. And, you know, I was listening to that and just thinking I'm a big lifelong, you know, Kendrick fan. But I think at this point, like anytime someone has reached that pinnacle, that status, like it's always going to be slightly underwhelming because you're you're just expecting something so great. And like part of me, I I have to be careful because maybe I have to take a step back in terms of determining, do I truly, truly, truly enjoy this? Or is it just, I'm happy to have Kendrick back, which I think a a large part of it is like, I'm just happy to hear his voice and like happy to listen to his music. But Mm. in comparison to other albums and things that he put out, like nothing's ever going to top how much enjoyment I got as like a high schooler listening to like rigor mortis or, you
1: know,
0: random, random like young kendrick that i could relate to a little bit more like i don't know that me being at 25 quite relates to kendrick mm-hmm. as a father and a god I, i'm not i'm not god status in as anything god. i do
1: yeah i i think yet i think that's a good point you bring up and like when when you get to this level which we 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 both are super aware of we know what yeah. this level is like but <laughs> it's like yeah you're not you can't like it's it's almost impossible to live up to that yeah. just because you're it's it's expected to be so high that even though this is a really well done, really good album, I bet it's gonna fall flat for some people. But I don't think yeah, it like, should. But I think the good thing that also came from this like god level status that he has is like he's using his voice really well in terms of like yeah, the messages he's delivering with the songs. I thought that was really cool that he just I, I'm not surprised by it either because he's always been like just an amazing writer and lyricist. But I really, I really enjoyed that he just like you re- kind of really went for it in some of these songs. Um, like, what do you
0: think of this, this like moral obligation of speaking on behalf of certain things or?
1: It's a double edged sword, I think, because were inundated with it by people who maybe shouldn't be speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling like they're not that, you know, everyone's voice matters and all that shit. But like some people, a lot of people take it upon themselves to think like, you know, that they really should talk on things when maybe it's like you you're, I don't know. You're just another voice shouting into the void. Like get over yourself <laughs> a little bit. I think a lot of people could, you know, Do well hearing that, not to be just a cynical prick about the world and, oh, everyone's woke nowadays, but But I I do think that, like, it's really good to hear coming from certain people. Again, everyone deserves to talk about stuff, but, you know, it is more impactful when it is coming from certain voices, and he's always been a voice of, like, I think people can maybe Uh, agree that he's like a voice of the people and he tries to be. Yeah. That's,
0: that's maybe that's where my mind's going now. Is just thinking back other music conversations that we had like Anderson pack. Right. And how I was saying that like his authenticity and whatever is just infectious. It's like so enjoyable to watch him on the drums. And like, you can tell he's just like making music for the fun of it and loves every second of it. But then there's moments like listening to this, listening to Kendrick where you feel like he feels morally obligated to speak on behalf of certain things or talk Mm -hmm. on these subjects but how badly does he really want to be making these songs or discussing these things like genuinely
1: yeah that's a good question
0: and so as a listener it's like like good on him for for talking about whatever the subject matter may be but but I mean I'll just well I don't know before I Say anything too too crazy. My favorite song, everybody was Father Time. I really enjoyed Father Time and the the sample on that, or not the sample, but the uh, the feature was it Sampha. 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 Yeah,
1: that was a favorite um, awesome song. Going back to what you're saying, like I do think he does feel this like obligation to, but or do I don't you think, think he, he felt not, morally not, obligated? I think in a sense, but I also just I just think that that's who he is. You know, I don't. It doesn't come from a place of, and I think maybe that's what I was trying to get at before. He's not virtue signaling. He's not being the white knight and coming in and being like, (laughs) you all need to stand up. And it's the whole idea of the whole, you know, Instagram warrior that, you know, thoughts and prayers and posting stuff on your story. All right, Does not What? I said, all right, (laughs) Jessalyn. It doesn't do anything. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not trying to get super convoluted in this, and maybe I'm just kind of talking out my ass a little bit. but No, no, it's, it's funny. Cause- it is the whole thing of, like, people who, yeah, to get back on what I'm trying to say, the people who do it for the wrong reasons are just noise, and I think he is definitely not that, and it's coming yeah. from a very genuine place. And he also knows that with his, like, status and where he is, like, you are and you aren't obligated to, but I do think that, like... Since he does have this platform and he's speaking for, you know, sure. trying to speak for a lot of maybe underrepresented people or at least just like elevate, you know, something. And I'm, I'm losing this again. I'm losing steam. You no, know, I'm, um, I will. He, he just, yeah, he, he can and I think he should. And I think he does. One of well,
0: the things so. that this album has caught flack for is this, the fact that. Kodak Black is on there and yeah, gives him a platform, that. and everyone's like, you know, because Kodak's problematic for abuse, uh, abuse, and. But the thing is, like, what what I'm almost mo- most upset with is just internal, like you know, Kodak Black. The music that I've heard by him, you know, there's some that I think is decent or whatever. But all in all, I'm just kind of like indifferent and would have never expected Kendrick to like associate himself with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Just I was I was very surprised when I heard that he was on
0: this on album, the album. as much as he was so that's that's more so like my my gripe, <laughs> <laughs> not not but like more more so being this idea that Kendrick sees you know some of himself in in Kodak Black just like surprises me because i just don't see it like in the music and whatever but maybe i'm just like not reading into it enough or just looking at it purely on the surface like their
1: music doesn't sound the same i will say i was very pleasantly surprised on i think it was silent hill the one where kodak has like legit like actual verses i was really impressed with his writing and it was was, i was happy to see it because it's like okay he has this in him clearly um but it's maybe just it's just he's made a name for himself doing other shit but yeah i was i was super surprised but yeah i I remember seeing people being like "Mm, why is he here and I don't know. It's not. To, I'm not trying to defend the guy at all, but it's just... I don't know. It circles back to the point about... Not that it's been made before, but like, you got to try to give people a second chance and think of the best in people no matter what. But what was I about to say? If we're talking favorite songs, maybe that's a good thing to go into um, after we've just been preaching and educating <laughs> the world. Um, my top songs was Rich Spirit. I really enjoyed the bass that's Mm -hmm. in the background of the beat. That's one of the things that mainly stood out to me. Um, Count Me Out, big fan of his flow and just how heavy the beat hits and whatever. There's this like, yeah, the like cello sound in the background. I fucking loved. It was just super sick. Mr. Morale, just a super bassy like synth that was in the beat was awesome. And Mirror, the closing song, beat change that happened in it maybe i think it's like one or two minutes in like i was just in the gym and i was just like fucking smiling ear to ear just like bumping my head just like holy fuck like it's so damn good the harmonizing in the chorus that he has going on i really loved and i think it was a great way to finish things off and the way mother so mother i sober transitions into mirror i really enjoyed but yeah those are those are the ones that stood out to me personally
0: Heavy is the, head, the, gym, the gym.
1: also Sorry. too one of the songs that like stood out to me the most was uh auntie diaries yeah
0: i think that's the, auntie diaries and uh we cry together caught like a lot of attention just because of the i mean we cry together i'd imagine is a lot like your scene
1: from this past week uh, with yeah. brad <laughs> yeah a lot of yelling at each other kendrick um, plays a role of brad and Dude, it was I I loved We Cry Together. Just I I'd never heard of Taylor Page before, but I thought she she did a really good job. She kind of sounded like Rico Nasty a little bit, but yeah, I liked it. Um (laughs) and yeah, I loved the back and forth and the fact that like I'm not surprised he was able to do it, but it's just the the fucking lyrics in the song, like it was a perfect, like normal conversation, and yet it still followed a rhyming pattern. Like, in the whole thing. So, fucking kudos to them for being able to do that and make it actually sound like like it was real. And even just, like, the the yelling at each other, too, was super well done. Like, I was listening to just being like, oh, my God. Like, this is basically, like, voice acting right now. Like, they're yeah. so genuinely doing very it. Very clear. Very easy to listen to. Well, not easy
0: to listen to. But <laughs> very enjoyable to listen to. Very enjoyable. Alex and I were joking because we are at the beach, like, the next. Uh, we, were on the, we we're at the beach on Saturday, as previously mentioned. A hot beach day. But that was right after the album had come out and him and I had both been listening. And then someone had brought a speaker, was playing music.
1: And then as a joke, Alex and I were like, I'll play. We cry together. (laughs) (laughs) Can you blast this, please? (laughs) Would you mind? Going back to Auntie Diaries. Obviously, like, I think in in terms of messages and the songs, it's going to be, it would be seen as, like, the most, like, almost controversial in a way. Not that it is, but, like. The, what he's like openly talking about, like his aunt and his cousin who are both uh, transgender and like the impact that it had on his family and his community and initially. And I think this also pairs very well with like the whole idea of like him, you know, what is his role in like delivering these messages? I think that since like I was saying, it's just like, we're, it's so we're, we're at this like saturation of people Of the whole, like, woke cancel culture, which, I don't know, I hate that buzzword, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone is so, like, uh, hypersensitive to things that you hear a song like this and I know it's going to piss some people off. They're just like, why the fuck do I have to hear about this? And But it's also, too, of the whole – and what kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, I think was, like, not triggered me, but that, like, perked my ears up a little bit was hearing him be, like, the – preachy almost or like the like these messages that he's putting across that yeah is you know not to be a broken record but like is similar to stuff that we hear a lot today but with this song i didn't think it was like a a sellout song but i think i just think it's very interesting and i think it's a sign of the times that he chose to talk about this on this album and it definitely fits well with the whole he's just putting these these songs have meaning behind them. It's not as necessarily it's a, it's a sum of its parts in the sense that it's not like, like good kid mad city, which is, or to pimp a butterfly, which is like the interwoven, like it's just an interview with Tupac, but it fits with the whole, yeah. Purposeful songs and messages behind them. And I thought it was really cool that he he presented it the way he did. Um, and um, I'm rambling at this point. No, I'm. I'm just. Like I've
0: that. got lyrics pulled up in front of me, and I'm just being reminded. Like, as harsh, not as harsh. I feel like I'm harsh just because I'm saying. Uh, I think it's simply that, like, there's a part of me that's reminiscing and being like, Ugh, I just don't know that we're ever going to get like a fun, loving, like young. Like, there's just something about like when the, when it's an up and coming Kendrick, and like the music is just fun and free and whatever. Like, obviously, there's going to be some misses in there, but now with the music being more. Meaningful, obviously. There's like value in that, mm-hmm. uh, but just for like pure enjoyment, like you're not just gonna be able to like drive through Rancho Santa Fe with your friends and fucking bump <laughs> this album. But I am looking at lyrics right now and just being like, "Fuck, he is so good with the pen. Kudos to him. It's impressive." And it reminds that's, me
1: that's, of a of a Super Bowl commercial I saw of him yeah. scribbling away
0: <laughs> on an open. And now, and now I feel like a jackass for even like criticizing because <sighs> I feel like in order to truly like you and I have talked about this for. 25 minutes or however long now, and I'm just thinking like fuck. We like in order to really talk about it, I feel like I'd have
1: to, you know, study and read up for another month. Yeah, I I was almost like I we had planned to talk about this on on the podcast episode, but like I just I, I kept like putting off listening to this thing because I was like I know I need to do this in like you know more or less one go, and to really have it hit home, I know I that would also need to be paired with. Really like like reading the lyrics as they're being said, and you know who knows maybe in one of the music episodes we'll talk about it, and that'll be a yeah, maybe someone catalyst really for on. that. But but yeah, I I agree with you. It's not it's a more mature Kendrick let's, Lamar, and let's yeah, uh, it's could be a good place to leave off on.
0: Yeah, because I was gonna say let's switch gears, and what I was gonna transition to is actually Verticulture.
1: Speaking of transition, um. Tantano already, uh, he reviewed gave it, it a review. Yeah, He gave it a 26 light, minutes. He gave it a light eight. I just, I skipped to the <laughs> review cause I was like, I don't have time to listen to yeah. this whole thing, but, um, light eight, light which, eight. yeah, you know, I, yeah, I guess I would agree. I would maybe feel like it's a bit higher than that for me, but
0: yeah, I'd say right in there. I mean, it, it, we'll, we'll see how it like, I feel like the test of time is more important in my mind, but, yeah. um, my transition was going to be to next segment for the culture and I'll lead it off because I was thinking, Nuevas or I want to start with Furta just because okay. I just want to start with this because okay. it came to mind. We were talking about Kendrick and, and being at that God status now. And my Furticulture culture is new Joey badass, new Joey badass album coming out, I think in June
1: Mm-hmm. june 19th i think june 19th oh my god i just realized juneteenth right Do you think oh yeah i That's wonder if thing. that was on purpose yeah. if it is coming out june 19th <laughs> 19th or 16th so the
0: advertisement or whatever he put out the little release the little commercial type deal got me really excited because it's june 17th from what I, june 17th yeah the album is titled 2000 which the mixtape 1999 this like one really, of my all time faves. What launched fun, in- Young Joey, yeah. and so just to see the little little snippet of what he put out, it sounded. It just reminded me of that, and that just got me all excited. And because uh, like we were just talking about Kendrick, I have kind of feared with Joey. He hasn't put out an album since 2017, and I think he and you know in his own mind or just kind of like some of the stuff I've seen on social media, like the posturing and whatever he does kind of give me this, like, you know, he's reached the pinnacle and like, you know, now I've got a, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but it, it's, it, there's something about like like a young musician that's just doing things for fun and whatever that's like so easy and relatable to listen to. And then it almost gets to that that point where like my fear with Joey is now that he's like more established and <laughs> and, you know, he's got his daughter now and he considers himself one of the greats or, you know, whatever. Like, that, then he's going to, like, steer away. Uh, I, I don't know. You can hear the inner conflict in my <laughs> voice of just knowing, like, I want I want musicians to have all the freedom in the world to do they, what yeah, they want and express yeah. what they want. But at the same time,
1: like, selfishly as a fan, <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> but I
0: want give these- me more 1999.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, what you're saying, too, of, like, I mean, dude, All American Badass, the last album you put out, is insanely, Which, like, Yes. Up conveying a message and him talking exactly like, his experience good. in america and it's one of my favorite albums um yes. like of all time but yeah I, I i wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened like what your what your fears are because you don't want him to do whatever he wants and you're being an yeah. asshole well and i think part i also of too- i also don't know because you know some of the shit he's put out since all american badass you know it's not all like misses preaching and shit you know
0: yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just that like I haven't been as into like some of the more recent releases, things that have just come out, like just singles, but it's been a
1: hit or miss for me too.
0: Yeah. So that's, I think that's probably where like my concern stems from. And then seeing, you know, photos of him on Instagram, like just flashing with the, not just like flashy jewelry. Not that that's ever like a huge red flag, but more so just like crown type shit. Like that's, that's when all of a sudden you just get worried about them being like a little too, too big headed in a sense <laughs> i guess yeah that's a could be a worry could be could be yeah. all right well that's my furt I'm, I'm excited i'm excited and optimistic for a new joey how about that yeah i am I just too. want to grab my skateboard
1: <laughs> and cruise my fictional skateboard mine is uh this to like totally change gears to very different music um it's this this group called the brook and the bluff yeah, um, we need I, this we need this uh I haven't listened to too much of their stuff, but it's just very like, you know, like, I think they're more like indie rock, chill, indie folk, and their album First Place. I haven't listened to all of it, but the, the what I have, I've only listened to the first four songs, but th- three of them, uh, Shelby, Everything is Just a Mess, and Halfway Up, I love. So I'm going to listen to the rest of this. I highly recommend it to... Anyone who wants some easy listening, chill music to, you know, play in the background or just have on to put you in a good mood. And you said indie rock? Not indie rock, but I guess more like indie the indie folk. Kind indie of that, that vibe. Um, the and Brook and yeah. the Bluff. The Brook and the Bluff. Good Give shit.
0: Do you any idea of like what the layout of this band is? Whenever I hear folk, I always think like a couple guys, a couple girls. It like is four Kind dudes. of like Lumineers type vibe.
1: <laughs> the Lumineers. Ugh. Um four dudes. <laughs> and that's all I know. <laughs> nice. Good ratio. Yeah, solid.
0: Alright, cosas, cosas Nuevas. Some mm-hmm.
1: new things. Um, for me, um it goes yeah, let's hear you first. It, it combines with uh the the fitness and you know, trying to trying to take it more seriously. Started meal prepping, which is stuff that I've kind of done in the past, but I'm doing it to the degree of like making all the food and having the little like boxes where it's portioned out because you have a food scale. I do have a food scale, which I've been using for, you know, the past few months. So I have been like weighing my food and just, you know, checking my, making sure I'm hitting my macro goals um, and my calorie goals. Um, but this is like, you know, uh, this is just the next step of that. Like this is the next iteration of taking it more seriously and having it be very structured. Cause for if me, you have I,
0: everything prepped,
1: there's no reason to deviate from the plan. Exactly. And it just makes it easier because, you know, I more or less would just be like, I just kind of eat the same stuff every day. And I've never had a problem with that, especially because I just like, I know this is healthy. I'm going to stick to it and it tastes good. So, yeah, super happy. The the recipes that I have found are super good. I'll uh, quickly plug, yeah, plug. plug gloves, the website. It, it is called the, the Meal Prep Manual. And they have really good free recipes out there. Um and then if you want access to all their stuff, you have to get a subscription. So I haven't done the subscription yet because I just wanted to try it out, but I think I'm gonna do it because the stuff I've made this week, I made these peanut butter and jelly baked oatmeal bars for that I have for breakfast. Uh ground chicken taco bowls and spicy adobo chicken and peppers. It's delicious. And I followed the recipe to a tea pretty much and what was delicious. the first one? Peanut butter and jelly. Baked oatmeal bars super cool. You just do like oatmeal, milk, eggs, some, you know, a little bit of maple syrup. And um, I made my own jelly. That was pretty cool. It's jam. It's not jelly, actually. <laughs> but I made my own jelly But I just baked cooking down strawberries. You know, it was sick. The reason
0: I laughed so hard when you said I made my own jelly, which was cool. <laughs> it reminded me so much of the fucking uh, I auditioned for a play. I got the part. It.
1: Sweetie, that's amazing.
0: Oh,
1: I just make my own breakfast bars now and can my own jam. <laughs> my own jams. I know I need to get some mason jars to store this, these jams that I'm going to be whipping up. But I listened to The Brook and the Bluff and I enjoyed the first few songs. It's, uh, it's, it's all happening. I guess I like them now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for me. And I... Uh, it's, I've it's, been meal prepping and the weight on the scale continues <laughs> to trend downward. I'm seeing slow, steady progress that I'm happy <laughs> with. I <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs>
0: oh, love how stupid. I don't know why that just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm You'd want to stay but... if you had my wife at home. <laughs> You'd be guzzling beers too. You'd be meal prepping too no. if you. I,
1: I, I don't hate my wife. She's mm. been there for me. Uh,
0: all right, shall I? Yeah, I think you shall. All right, so my... my I'm intrigued gonna what this us. is going to be. So it's actually interesting. So the note I have is Aviator Shades. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of stem with my weekly gripe earlier of kind of talking like some buyer's remorse with ice cream. Well, so I, today I was at the optometrist... <laughs> I was at the optometrist uh, to get some new contact lenses, make sure my, my drop 3.5 prescription is still strong enough. Sure enough, it's good. Don't need to go any stronger. Sure, my
1: eyes still.
0: <laughs> well, we were thinking 375, but that, that would be potentially too strong and give me headaches. So, mm. with 3.5s. But, anyways, <clears throat> had the option to get contacts and then potentially buy either glasses or Sunglasses. And I figured, sunglasses. let's get sunglasses because I stepped on my only other pair. So I'm in need of some. And get some sunglasses while I'm here. They don't need to be prescription or anything. But so then I was between two different frames. There were a pair of aviators. And there were a pair of just like a little bit more fun, like heck, uh, like maybe like a little bit of a hectagon, like squarish frame mm-hmm. at the bottom. I so didn't know exactly
1: what you're talking about.
0: And, and like
1: much more like fun...
0: Fun this framed. guy
1: likes to go out he likes to go yeah. to the
0: beach and play uh, but my man. thought process was I need shades for coaching for the most part like I'm gonna be out in the sun during the summer coaching baseball or whatever and so it would be it would be good to have like some sunglass some sunglasses yeah as i pick my, my boogies but get it but so then that's that's what influenced my decision I was like all right like these these other ones are a little bit more fun and like fun and flirty for like a little day at the beach or whatever but Did you get a tattoo?
1: Did I not show you this yet? Oh, I got a tattoo. (laughs) I thought I told you. When? Uh, when I was down in San Diego for the concert. Wow. This is news to me. Finish your thought and I can talk about it briefly after.
0: (laughs) I think I know we found our opener.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: for my grandma. All right. I figured I had a feeling. Nice. Um, so <laughs> Sorry, anyways I'm i was just
1: so awestruck by this amazing time yeah
0: no i'm derailed so ultimately i decided to go with these aviator shades just because i figured they would be the most like neutral and like i could wear them and not feel like a total uh, i don't know like party boy or whatever because before i was wearing club masters coaching and that just seemed like a very like young guy thing to do <laughs> and so i'm like all right aviators I get them and then I get in my car, I'm driving off and then I'm wearing them and I look at myself, <laughs> look at, look at myself in in the rear view mirror and I'm just like, I see myself in these aviator sunglasses and go, Oh my God, I look like a fucking douchebag, bag. Like, Cause like, <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't know why I've just always associated them with like, like kind of like hardos and whatever. Dude, like, it's and,
1: hardos and like just rich kids who don't have style, but think that aviators will make them look cool
0: yeah because like so initially when i was in there and i had like the support of these like 50 year old women that worked at the optometrist office (laughs) and they're like yeah the aviators are gonna be back in style because of the new top gun (laughs) movie yeah man i'm just like wow yeah and i look fucking hot in these holy shit and then i i get in my own car without the support of them and i'm just like god (laughs) i'm a fucking asshole
1: yeah i um when i saw you saw wrote aviators like I was going to wait until you were done to give this comment. And I was hoping that you'd be like, I hate them because like certain people can really pull off aviators. I personally can't for the reason that you just like, it just makes me look like a a, a rich asshole in just the worst fucking way. And I hate them. And like, I know it works for some people's faces. It does not for mine. And I will, I will never own a pair of aviators. aviators. Well, that's the thing is
0: that they, they look fine on my face. It's just my own preconceived notion of what aviator shades (laughs) like just i I, yeah, I just associate them with like a douchebag like rich kid yeah. and then now that's yeah it's i'm i'm sure i'm gonna wear them i'll i'll get over it at some point i, I mean i had the same issue with like my air force ones when i got those as a gift <laughs> i remember being like wow they're like so white and they're just like so showy and then now they're dirty and i wear them all the time but like it took me now three months air force to, yeah, yeah.
1: i'm like three months to crack do with, like, up. air force one combo yeah That'll, That's be, a, probably the that'll be a fit. Be a vibe, vibe Jack. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, new tat. Um, to close can, things. Yeah, a little closer. It I is, love you from... I love you from here to Pluto. Um, and it has the Earth and the Moon on one side and Pluto on the other. Um, I got it from my grandma. Uh, she passed away uh, two years ago. Almost two years ago. And right I Right when it we started the, doing the pod. Yeah. We actually had just finished recording an episode when my mom called me to tell me that um, she passed away. Um, and it was something It's what we would always say um, hanging up on the phone. It just started with like, I love you. No, I love you more. And then I, when I was young, I just like, I love you from here to the moon and I love you from here to Mars. And then what's the furthest distance possible. I love you from Literally. here to Pluto. And so I knew I had wanted to get a tattoo just in general before. And then when she passed away, I knew I wanted to get one uh, for her. And so, yeah, finally pulled the trigger. When I came down to San Diego, I just reached out to a parlor that my sister had gone to. My sister had actually gotten a tattoo for our grandma on her right bicep as well. And so, yeah, I just went for it and worked out and it's almost fully mm-hmm. healed at this point. And, and I can make a dance for her too. If you like that, and now I've just got this really awesome tattoo. It's and now I have great. this incredibly sentimental tattoo <laughs> that makes me seem like a sensitive, emotional person.
0: Yeah, Damn. I have. I had a very, a very big smile on my face as you were explaining that tattoo because it's. I mean, I love it. It's like I've always been someone. Whenever I get asked the question of, "Would you ever get a tattoo?" and I've always thought to myself, "No," because I can't think of anything that I would want on my butt, like something that I would would like in the heat of the moment I probably would not like years from then but something that sentimental you just can't like that's that's something that you don't ever want to forget you don't ever want like to leave and like that's whenever I've heard of one of one of the tattoo ideas that I have heard and really liked is um like this idea of someone's so say like my grandma's penmanship, like her just signing like love you or whatever, right? A, and you can like take not, that. Not and to get, cut you
1: off, but that's exactly what my sister did.
0: Yeah, I've heard I've heard of that, and I'm like, I actually really like because because I have so many handwritten notes, and handwritten notes are the fucking best. Like yeah. handwritten cards. The only issue with them is that like I don't want to get rid of them, but at the same time, like how much value do you know? Oh, you're twenty. Like every birthday that goes by, it's just another card so -hmm. but I feel like there are some that are more meaningful than others but I think that's a very nice sentimental way to like remember I mean like I said love my grandma to death and so my my handling my emotions of when my dog splash passed away I can only imagine the mess I will be when my grandma
1: passes away yeah yeah it's 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 pretty brutal and uh, you're going to have a shitty time. <laughs> now, I mean, it, for, it was interesting for me. We had known that, you know, she was kind of on the way out for so long. Um, yeah, because I remember when we, when
0: we had talked, you had seemed pretty, like, composed because you had already had, like, a month or two to kind of
1: come to grips with. I, well, it was even years before that. I When I was younger, I had to come to terms with my, my grandma dying. Um, she, has, she had cancer twice um, and was just, you know the years started catching up to her, um, towards the end. So it was, it's, it's the, you know, the, the sentiment of they're in a better place now. Um, cause she just had like, you know, like chronic pain, arthritis and, you know, her joints were all, you know, kind of crumpled up a little bit from the cancer and all that. And so obviously it was sad and devastating when it happened, but, it was just like being able to take comfort in knowing the whole idea that like she's in a better place now. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, I was going to say. <laughs> speaking of being in a better place, our listeners. But dude, I was yeah. Thinking that could be some sort of transition there. Uh, guns. Speaking are of tattoos, email us at. Uh, slip your hand in my back pocket and let fucking, us know. Yeah. Email us and let us know what you would get tattooed to remember one of your <laughs> family members or someone you love.
1: Email us about one of the saddest things that's ever happened to you in your life. Yeah. And, and we'll talk
0: about it and we'll disclose your name and
1: mm-hmm. whatever else. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually make it all public. Exactly. And you can do that at slip your hand in my back pocket at gmail.com and, and as always, remember to like the show. Like and subscribe. Subscribe to the show. Follow it on any platform you get your stuff on. Get Share push it. Push, turn on, click that bell. Smash that like button. Um, post it on your story. Put it, put a link, put, put, put the link in your bio. Um, it would really help us out. It would really do a lot, um, for us. Subscribe. Um, give us your money. Um, it, I don't know how much use it would be put to now, but you just start paying us. And eventually, uh, we'll buy a studio or something like that, and then we you're really going to get some content going. So, how else do you how else do you think Jake was able to pay for that tattoo? How else do you think I was able to pay for this tattoo? It comes straight from the slush fund that we have. <laughs> so keep that in mind when you're thinking about paying us.
0: Okay. All right. We love you, listeners. But boy. I love you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bye bye.